Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Hopefully you guys have had an amazing weekend. It's amazing Sunday, the end of the week. Got a fun, fun episode lined up for us tonight. Another fellow YouTuber, content maker, reviewer, smoking with a small town. How you doing tonight? You want to tell us how you're doing and where we can find you? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Eagle, thanks for having me. I've been following you for a bit now. Well, since I've been on my little YouTube journey, only been on there for about a year. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Smoking with Small Town, and of course on YouTube under the same thing. So it's about all I'm on. I'm not on Facebook or anything. So. Cheers. Instagram, yeah, you believe you're on Instagram, right? Obviously, yeah, I'm on. Cheers, brother. I'm on Instagram as uh, Smoking with Small Town. That's key. You got to throw that out there. A lot of connections are made on the old IG. I hate to admit it, but it's true. (laughs) A lot of things get done on IG. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm on my phone, so I'm not going to be able to see the chat and everything. So if anybody's saying anything to me, uh, hello, I appreciate it. All that good stuff. Shit, since I'm on here, I better take a and Watch all the fun comments afterwards, I guess. (laughs) I'm going to take a bong hit real quick before we get this started. Smoking on some... uh, some bonbons. That sounds pretty good. Nice, nice. Who is that by? Who who's the breeder of the bonbons? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's a company I'm, I'm barely getting familiar with called Seven Leaves. They're out of uh, Sacramento, California, I believe. It's a basketball player is who is like the owner, Matt Barnes. He was a he's a retired basketball player now. Yeah, I guess he's the owner of it. I've I've reviewed two of his strains so far, the Bonbons and the Blue Slush. I like the Blue Slush a lot better than the Bonbons. So, yeah, man, thanks for having me on. So I do Fucking. appreciate uh, having you on tonight. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Ask me, ask me whatever you want. The delay is a little bit tough. No worries. Well, I was just going to thank you for coming on for starters and then uh, just start it wherever we usually start it. So, when did cannabis when enter your life, brother? When did he? Well, tell us, we'll start right from the beginning. When was the first time? When was the first time uh, Lady Canvas come uh, enter in your way? When did when was the first time you used? Tell us about it, probably if you go. Well, I'm not promoting uh, young cannabis use at all. If you can wait until you're of age, wait until you're of age. Of course, uh, me unfortunately, and fortunately, because I enjoyed it as much as I know it probably wasn't supposed to enter my life at that time. But for me, 
cannabis was always in my life because my dad, you know, smoked it forever. When I was a kid, I thought he was smoking cigarettes, you know, because my mom smoked cigarettes. My dad smoked weed. So I thought they were just rolled cigarettes and I would always see him smoking it. And I was like, okay. And uh, by the time I hit, I was only about eight years old the first time I tried it. And uh, I kind of continued on trying it throughout the few years. By the time I hit my teenage years, about 12, it was almost an average thing in my life every day. But at that time, because I was born in 1985, so I'm 35 now. At that time, there was no none of this green bud or, or anything. You couldn't go to dispensaries. It was straight brick weed full of sticks full of stems and we thought that was the best shit in the world you know to us kids at the time we were getting ounces of it just breaking it down get like a half ounce of stems and seeds out of it but at the time we were happy as kids with that shit so i don't know i continued smoking it throughout the years never really stopped as the years went by the weeds got better now we got dispensaries you know all that good shit but like I said, I'm not proud of starting out at that age. If you definitely don't fucking do that, if you can uh, avoid it, it's not the key. Not the key, but I did, and I turned out fine. I got a full-time job. I got I got a son on the way, uh, so. Right on. I got to give you some props for... Uh being responsible enough to throw the disclaimer out there even though unfortunately i have to age restrict my show which is a bitch because you know there shouldn't be any young ones watching but i think we all forget to throw that disclaimer out there <laughs> when we tell our story i know i have you know when i told my story every time i tell it i forget to throw that it's not a good idea you don't promote it uh i always forget to throw that out there yeah so thank you for being responsible enough to throw that out there uh for sure but you know it is a bitch that we have to age restrict this shit though i mean for one and you as a youtube creator you know we can't uh all of our videos are supposed to say no they're not for kids anyway right so isn't that when we check that box, no, not for kids, we're basically saying it's, you know, 18 and over. But when we actually have to go that extra mile, I don't even know if you know this. Uh, if you actually go that extra mile, because if you just click no, it's not for kids and then let it fly, it actually opens you up to a bigger audience. Uh because it can be watched by anybody that's not logged in with the, with the thought of them, hopefully, you know, YouTube's basically counting on them being 18 and over, you know, them choosing responsibly. But when you click that, my videos are uh, eight, when you age restricted to 18 and over, do you know then your videos are only being seen by people that are actually signed into YouTube? And are like basically have, you know, verified they're 18 and over. So actually, if like, say you're logged into your TV and you're going through YouTube, there's a chance that you may not see the notification because you're not signed in 
You're just watching it as a general account. So, you know, that really sucks that we have to go that extra mile and limit our audience even further just because, you know, we're a cannabis content-related, you know, which is stupid. You know, we're basically saying in the beginning, it's not for kids. Why do we have to go even further and limit our audience to... Because, yeah, I know there's, you know, there's... I used to be that guy myself where I didn't want to be little conspiracy theory. They know I'm watching. I don't want this shit, this content connected to me, basically kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would watch a lot of shit and sign, not signed in. So it kind of sucks we had to go that extra mile and fuck ourselves for on our audience like that. Uh, again, yeah, I've definitely you noticed that. It, for starting it cuts my, uh, like that. It cuts my audience in half because I have people tell me all the time, why don't I have more subscribers that they really like my content? Why I should have a bigger audience? And it's like, well, yeah, they're definitely keeping our, you know, our, they're limiting us to where who can who can watch us and shit. So and what we can say and everything else now. And I noticed recently on YouTube, I don't know if this has always been a thing, but uh, a lot of creators, they've gotten their they're getting their channels taken down left and right right now. They're getting their like a strike, a strike, a strike for old content, like content they had up from last year and they're getting strikes from it now. So I don't know if YouTube's getting uh, more strict or what's going on, but I know a lot of cannabis channels and uh, drinking channels are getting shut down left and right right now. I'm kind of worried about it myself because I'm just, I haven't even been on YouTube a year and I'm already like, shit, they might shut me down before I even really get started. Yeah, that's terrible. And you know, that there's one good way around that too, is to kind of show YouTube how we feel by commenting on each other's videos, liking, liking each other's videos and trying to, you know, not be so negative throwing nut, you know, thumbs downs and shit. And I'm, I'm not discouraging if you don't like a video, you don't like a video, but we kind of need to show YouTube that uh, we like the content. You know what I mean? By liking and subscribing to these videos, we're ultimately telling YouTube that we there's a need for us. We want to see this stuff. So, you know, when you watch a video, throw them a like. I don't, I don't ever ask for it, but you know, it does help a lot of these content creators, us, you know, move up and <laughs> fight back a, a little bit, if you will. If they trust me, YouTube's just like any other corporation. If they see there's a niche for it and they can fucking, they can make some money or they can, you know, ride the coattails of somebody coming up, they will. <laughs> They'll get behind it for sure. So that's all we basically got to do is just show them that there's a want and need for us. So support us all. <laughs> support us all, guys. Like and yeah, I try I try to support as many shit. cannabis yeah, channels as I as term, I can. But... I try to support as many cannabis channels as I can out there. There's a lot of them. Unfortunately with the, the support comes a lot of hate too. There's a lot of people out there that just like to be negative. But that comes with the comes with the platform, comes with the territory. If you're gonna put yourself out there on YouTube, you gotta be subject to the criticism and the the negative part of it. 
I get people constantly calling me an alcoholic because I drink a beer on my, you know, on my shit. They're like, you're an alcoholic, da 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 da. And it's like, hey man, I do a, I do one review a day. I drink one beer during my review. If that's an alcoholic, then I guess that's what it is. I go when I go live. Yeah, I have a couple beers with my with my followers, but that's when I go live. It's not like I do that every day on my off time. I have a life, a family, and all that. But so. It sucks that I feel like I have to justify myself sometimes, but when you have everybody in the comment section and everybody calling you an alcoholic all the time, it's like, damn, can't even have one beer, huh? But it is what it is. That's what, that's one of them things, too, with uh, this is my kind of thought on it, too. If that's your crowd, and that's, you know, that's they don't mind seeing it, they enjoy hanging out with you while you have a beer then that's fine to those that are having a problem with the content. There's nothing holding you, your eyes, your attention to that channel. There's like so many others. Why, why focus <laughs> and put some hate into something when it's just as easily you can move on with your life and <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Widespread hate, just move on. If you didn't like the content, move on. There's so many other channels and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I don't know why people have to focus on bullshit. So, <clears throat> but actually, just, actually, you, as a reviewer, you still though, smoking on the same thing? I think that rig. No, no, Sorry, I actually switched ahead, it bro. up, man. I got like three, I got like three or four strains here, man. I got the, I got some Fatso by Three Bros, uh, some Kush Cake by Field Family Farms. I got some Moon Rocks over here by Caviar Gold, which I'm wearing their shit right now. Companies send me stuff all the time. Send me t-shirts, posters, product. I mean, they won't send you product to your house because that's illegal, like sending it through the mail. But they'll send it to a dispensary, and then I just go to the dispensary and pick it up which is cool you know i i i appreciate that i would too too hell yeah <laughs> yeah so, i get to meet uh, the owners the owners of a of a lot of like the head of a lot of these big companies and shit it's it's really cool they tell me how they're how they're you know, their weeds made and, and everything. So when I do my reviews, I can give them everybody fucking the legit information out there. It's like, cause when I do the reviews, like ultimately I'm trying to be as informative and, you know, as possible. So people know what the hell they're getting and know what to get when they go to a dispensary. I know people like you guys, you guys grow your own and everything, which is great. Somebody has to grow the stuff that goes with the dispensaries too. So. Well, even at that, it's nice like to for people like yourselves to do some reviews, honest reviews for strains that we're thinking about. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's nice to get a third-party review that isn't necessarily linked directly to the sales <laughs> of the seed. You know what I mean? It's so easy to you know see Instagram pictures that are well thought out, well angled, well lit. It's amazing what you can do with the flash. Fucking, but uh, you know what I mean? 
to buy that strain. Oh, that looks hype, but it's nice. To, it would be nice to hear somebody's review that isn't selling the product. Yeah, this is what it tastes like. This is my personal opinion. Versus, you know, this is fire. Look at all these bomb pictures. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, sometimes people will tell you exactly what you want to hear. I try to I try to get the same strain from different companies too, and see like compare companies see like who's growing it better and and stuff because just because you're getting gmo cookies from one company doesn't mean it's going to be grown the same from a different company you know so i'll try to compare companies and see who's growing better stuff shit like that are you is there a chance that you're uh keeping notes to reflect back on as you know you do get one strain from another grower that you can kind of look back and go, oh, so that's a little different than the Yeah, I write, I write everything, I write tough. everything down as I'm going on papers and shit, and I keep everything with me. And then if I, if I happen to lose lose something or I forget, I I can go back and watch that review again and see how I felt about that strain at the time, and be like, okay. Because that's one thing about doing these reviews is in the one year I reviewed over over 300 strains or around 300 strains, different strains from flour to dabs to cartridges. Uh, I never really didn't get too big into the edible reviews. I, I reviewed a few edibles, but that really wasn't my my thing. So... I might get into it still, but it's just the edibles take a while to kick in. And then nah, it's just, I don't know. I'd rather just smoke weed. I could see it, though. I was as you were saying it about the edibles review there, I was thinking that would be a fucking toughie. You know, you'd either have to like go live or in like just have it play out yeah now i'm starting to feel or whatever or if it was a recorded video it'd be like damn near impossible you'd be like okay this is this is it this is what it tastes like cut <laughs> then it seems like if, if you were like waiting for it to kick in you sitting there watching you know tv doing something to be like oh yeah fuck i forgot to make the video Fuck, I yeah, forgot to make the video. I've already fucking... It's basically an edit job at that point. You just have to fucking... You'd have to take them and then be like, okay, I'll be back in an hour and tell you how I feel and just edit the video an hour, you know, cut to an hour ahead. Like, I got some drops right here. I, I like would to still take, forget. I like to take these sometimes, the tinctures. When I'm places where I can't smoke, I'll take these. They do work for me. Uh, it takes like... 15 20 minutes but they seem to kick in and work pretty solid i like these it's like a thousand milligrams inside that bottle just take like two squirts why is, i always hear you playing the dab song and shit what dabs you got Um, I'm, I've still got some of Tommy Tricombe's, uh, two scoops he sent over. 
and some of his uh, dosi sherbet, and I have some of this uh, apple fritter, which has been tasting pretty good. Uh, basically, what I got right, right at the moment, right at the moment. Apple stuff. fritter sounds tasty. I like apple fritter. I, I have never had a, a dab, a concentrate of it, but I've had the flour quite a few times and I really like the flour. I got a little bit of my dosi dough left right here. It's fucking some batter. And then this one you can't see because it's in a blue jar. But it's re- this one's really good. This is some uh, key lime gelato. It's really good. This one's tasty as hell. I'm ready for a dab. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm take one. That's why I said it. I was like, you always play that dab song. What's up with getting a dab in, huh? Right on, right on. I'm a little leery of usually playing the dab song during the spotlight episodes just because I don't want it to get copy right stricken. So we'll just have oh, to that dab song it gets, That's that, a hell of a nice little rig there. Yeah, it's a Yoshi rig. These are fucking well, you know, pretty expensive. Fucking badass, though, man. You know, it does sometimes. It's a 50-50 thing because, you know, I went, I, it's, I've had a couple versions of the song. Originally, the Deb song was uh, the Offspring. Uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, offspring. Um, intermission is the song. And it's basically T for two. But they like voice over it with a couple of ahs and fucking some other shit. And that's what I used in the beginning. And I fucking, they would slap my hand on it, slap my hand. And then they started getting serious and started blocking a few videos. So I switched it to, I found almost the identical song, little different, by like a big string band, basically. And that will play. 80% of the time without a copyright, but it's so close to the offspring that they'll fucking, they hit me with copyrights a lot of the time because <laughs> fucking it's so close. And I laugh every time. I'm like, it's not even your fucking song. And you're fucking hit me with copyrights. All you got to do if it's on is like cough or go, ah, if you do that, offspring, they fucking grab it just <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's almost impossible to go ah, after a dab or a cough, you know what I mean? And fucking they get it every time. And even if it's just for like, you can play the song for like three minutes and they'll be like from, you know, 201 to 202, you were playing. It's like, no, I coughed right there, damn it. That's all I did. It wasn't fucking, they did, it's crazy how that algorithm works. But, I just uh, started doing the live, so spot. I'm just figuring out how all that shit works. And when I first started, I was playing music, and then I noticed all my videos that had like 22 copyrights on one song. And I, I mean, on one video, I go, "What? What happened?" But it was like every song I played got hit, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And so now when I do the lives, I don't save them. I just fucking delete it right when I'm done. So I do play music the entire time. I play all kinds of music. I play it the whole time I'm going live. But as soon as the live's over, I just fucking delete it. So, so far, I haven't gotten to any issue. Maybe my channel's not big enough yet, but 
so far, so far, no problem as long as I sometimes take it. Sometimes it does take a little bit for them to go through the system. That might be a a good answer, but then you kind of lose some archives. But I guess that's not, you know, you're showcasing the reviews, not necessarily the lives, I guess. So kind of. Yeah, the the lives are just for me to interact with my fans, fucking drink some beers and act stupid. That's it. Right on, right on. From what I've heard from, uh, I took uh, some advice from, uh, well, I guess I didn't take his advice because I still fucking do it, but uh, a friend of mine, Med Grower One, was on, and he was telling me that uh, they YouTube plays the game like fucking Instagram does, where they'll fucking kind of like blacklist you. So if they start, if you, they, they don't necessarily give you a strike, they'll just kind of not, really knock you down in the algorithms or if you don't listen they'll like not send out notifications to your subs and stuff like that uh for not but i don't know man i just keep doing I think, it i think that's what i'm going through right now so, with, with I youtube I, I don't ever have the thought within monetizing anyway i got monetized they actually monetized me for two weeks they monetized my channel and then they just took it away real quick I was surprised when they monetized it. I go, what the fuck? They gave me the super chats, uh, the memberships. I even had a couple members. And then one day I woke up in the morning and they were like, uh, you're no longer fit for monetization due to harmful content. And I was like, oops. I was like, I guess that's it then. Yeah, I've never even... I, yeah, and I've never even tried. I kind of consider myself lucky that they just let me do what I do, much less try to, uh, you know, push the bear, push them a little bit. You know, I just got a thing, honestly, from uh, YouTube not too long ago. They're they're monetizing our shit someday anyway. Basically, what it said is, you you bitches are monetized. Anyway, if we see fit, if your content, your channel gets big enough, we'll put commercials on it around it anyway. But not give you but any if money. You don't for want it. to monetize. Yeah, basically, if you're not monetized, we're just not going to give you any money for it. <laughs> that's. They're like, yeah, you're you're getting enough views to where we'll so, make money off of you, but we ain't going to give you shit for it. And, you know, that's the other thing that I see going on right now, too, to be honest with you. Uh, Fucking, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Is uh, these channels that uh, actually put up, like, uh, like light shit, you know what I mean? Advertisements, they get uh, in trouble for, uh, I think YouTube wants a piece of that. I think they view us as commercials. And they're like, oh, if you're getting paid, we're getting paid. <laughs> I think that's why they copyright or, you know, strike down a lot of videos. Here you go. Cheers, brother. Don't mean to make you wait. No, cheers. You didn't make me wait. I just had to hit it before it got too cold. I didn't want to have to reheat. I got an email. I got an email, but I broke my fucking my banger to it. 
uh, like two days ago. So now I got to order another one. <coughs> you talking about the like the one that the little thing that comes out the bottom? I tried to buy one of those and uh, no, no, wild actual, bills and they looked at me like I was fucking insane and shit. My actual banger, like the just the the glass, the banger, the glass pop. Oh, it broke. Oh, but no, you said for an email. That's yeah, what I'm talking cor- about. It's like, see the. Well, because I got a quartz, seen- I got a quartz one that goes to mine. Go ahead, brother. I, I like to put it on a quartz banger. I don't like to use those metal. Uh, well, I've seen them. What what I asked is, I've seen some where they've got a. There's like a little piece that comes down through the bottom of the e nail, and like there's something that goes through it that kind of holds the email to the cords or the the banger keeps it secured you know what i mean fall oh yeah and i thought man that's fucking cool as fuck. <coughs> i went i went to buy one at a wild bills there and they were like fucking yeah no fucking way i don't know what the fuck you're talking about i'm like it's gotta be a thing there's gotta be something for that shit but uh i don't know i just put a wire around mine <laughs> you ever seen anybody do one of these? A fucking uh, a like strapedo? You ever seen anybody do a strapedo? No. no. Do you know what that is? It's where you put. No. Well, I'll get a brand I, new one. So, well, you can see it's full, right? I do not. You see the bears full? Okay, yeah. it's brand. It's a brand. It's a brand new one. You get a. You get a straw. Okay, you put it in the beer, and then you drink it. But you could shotgun the fuck out of it. Like it goes down super fast. Watch. Well, not like super fast, but fast. Empty. And that's why YouTube says I have harmful content. But you can't do that on YouTube. You can't be shotgunning beers like that. That's 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 harmful. Oh, my sound. Oh, there we go. I could go. see that being dangerous if you were getting ready to go go drive or something, but since uh you know, you're just sitting there smoking hanging out with me, I'd consider that being pretty safe. Yeah, I'm in for the night. So I'm about to venture I'm about to venture off. <laughs> so how many product re- how many reviews I would you Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. I was gonna ask you how many, uh, how many uh, products do you think you've reviewed so far? Okay. Uh, different strains, probably around 300. Different companies, probably like 200. Because I I do review a lot of the same company. 
because I find a company I like and I, I don't just review them, but I kind of try to, if I like the company, I review them a lot. You know, I, I try to find companies that aren't huge, you know, that people don't know a lot about. Like, like Mojave Reserve. I really like them. Fucking Next Green Wave is a good company. They just got big, though. They're big now. They're big time now, but they weren't six months ago. But now they're now they're getting big time. So I don't know. I've reviewed quite a bit, but now I'm trying to venture off into CBD. I want to see what CBD does. Do you, what do you think about that? Do you do you use it? Uh, what do you think it does for you? I keep muting myself. I do use CBD, but uh, <clears throat> I, it depends on the source, I guess. The gas station shit that's uh, out there, I think, is counterproductive for the CBD market. I wish they would have kind of realized that right from the get. Uh, I'm sure there's some of that stuff that is beneficial, but a lot of that stuff, I believe, is kind of more snake oil than anything. Uh, In larger doses, I found it to be pretty good, man. I like to take it before my tax, to be honest with you. Good 200 milligrams of fucking CBD before a tattoo you'll sit just fine. Even more over on that, I'll say that uh, I'll, you, the tat heals faster as well. Uh, I actually, from my some of my more, I won't say painful, but some of the more troublesome areas like my feet, uh, RSO, man, I took some RSO caps before that and I actually sat and talked right through it. So, you know, CBD definitely has uh, its benefits for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm a component to say that I just would like to see, as far as CBD goes, a little bit of THC. It needs a, it needs a little bit of THC, at least in minuscule amounts, to be uh, to keep it longer in the system. That's the have only ever, bummer about. Have you ever it. heard it of just this company? Stay. I have not. I have not. It's a CBD company that uh, these are like smokes and they have THC in them. They have a little bit uh, and that's why they're, but it's like, they look like cigarettes. Here, watch, I'll show you. Looks like a cigarette, but there's no nicotine in it. It's CBD flour and, um, and a little bit of THC with the hemp paper on it. We were talking about those yesterday. Well, some company some company hit me up and uh, sent them to me for me to try them and review them. So my dad smokes cigarettes. So I thought, well, I'll take them. I'll try them if they're better than nicotine and my it can get somebody off cigarettes, then it can't be a fucking a horrible thing. I agree. I agree. I would, we were talking about those last night. Uh, modern genetics was coming on. 
and he was kind of hinting to stop smoking, just like you're talking about there. And he had mentioned the CBD cigarettes, and I had never actually even heard of them. He said that it, the ones he had noted, he said they were a little pricey, but maybe that was just the ones he had for access the, to. For the white so, bag? I don't, you know, yeah, it's, it's nine, your own. $9.99 for the white bag, and I think it was $12.99 for the black one. And there's 10 of them. There's 10 in each one. So 10 bucks and 12 bucks. So not too bad. About the same as cigarettes, I guess. Close to. At least that's what they're getting to be there. I haven't smoked in a long time, thank goodness. Uh, I used to smoke, unfortunately, as well. When I, chew tobacco. when I smoked cigarettes, they were only $3.75 a pack back then for a pack of Marlboro Reds. I'm going to grab a beer. Yeah, actually, uh, I chewed tobacco forever, forever, and then drank when I was actually uh, smoke when I drank. That's usually the time you'd see me smoking. Moreover, you could tell when I was usually fucked up if that's when I was smoking. He'd be like, oh, yeah, he's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the cigarettes out. He's had enough. But you got some pretty cool ink there, brother, by the way. Shut yeah, I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely covered. Well, not completely. I got like my chest and arms, my back. Uh, I started my legs. I'm not. I've only got a little bit though there. Oh, my stomach and sides. I, yeah, I got, I got quite a bit. I like horror movies, so the majority of my That's shit are horror movies, like uh, Chucky, Puppet Master. Uh, uh, Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, It the Clown. Uh, um, I don't know. All kinds of shit. That's pretty badass. I dig it, man. I dig it. The Clown. The It Clown would be pretty fucking cool. I almost went... I was like this close from my last tattoo from getting a, a clown face. I've got a thing for faces. Got a lot of uh, weird fucked up faces on my legs. <laughs> and uh, I almost went went with a clown face this last time, but I didn't for one reason. I guess she's kind of got a clown. The bottom of her face kind of is kind of clown She's kind of cholo. She's like a gangster cholo chick. My my ink face is kind of my um, ink journey ass. is funny. It's a it's a funny story because I started off when I was eighteen, and I got my first one in a shop, and I was like, I felt I wanted to get more, and then I found some guy that got out of prison, and he fucking straight up got a uh, a guitar wire, and he got a piece of sandpaper and sharpened that bitch, and he made a made a shit out of a Walkman and some battery, a couple batteries, put the fucking, the rubber band around them, started it up and said, let's go to town. And I was like, what? And my dad was like, hey, dude, this fool gets down. And I, 
I let him, this guy did like the majority of this top arm right here, uh, like almost all of it, all those, those fate, the top of it, you can tell like, but he fucking did, he did a really good job for being all single needle. Oh, it's a nice job. For a single needle with that thing. I regret getting it now because, you know what I mean, I was getting it out of somebody's fucking bedroom with a goddamn guitar string but it came out really good but then the guy got on drugs and i was like yeah i can't get any more tattoos from you <laughs> yeah i've seen that happen in a few times myself with some of the artists that uh it happens but you know as far as the single needle thing goes man i i I'm I'm right there. It's some of the best tattoos you can get are done like that. To be honest with you, it takes more time. You're gonna get more detail out of it. You know, the multi needles is basically just for the artist. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I'm sure there's some shading techniques that it could come out of that, but more or less, I think it's just time to hurry up a job. You know what I mean, yeah. do larger areas, but man, it's just. It was probably just a little bit more painful, a longer sit for you, but I'm amazing tattoo nonetheless. You know, really badass, man, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody says I, what the I, wor- worst ones were. And it's like, I don't know. Each one, each spots have their own fucking fucked up spots sometimes, but I don't really know what I can say is the worst. There's always. I, I find like in some areas they like even in the bad areas the ditches, you know. There's like only like a dime sized spot that will kind of make you cringe for a second, but not the whole area. There's always one little nerve spot somewhere, and, and I've had some of the most painful spots I've had. I'd never thought we're gonna be that way. The inner thigh, fucking, uh, was like fuck. I think the inner thigh. I've had my ribs done. I've had my feet done. The back. I've had my all around my knees, both ditches on my arms, and I think the inner thigh, surprisingly, was probably the worst area. To be honest with you, it just felt like he was hamburgering right there. And he wasn't even. He wasn't even being that bad, and it just felt like oh. It was uncomfortable. So, yeah, I think the inner thigh was probably the worst spot for me, surprisingly. Oh, for sure. (laughs) But I'm not done. Far from done, though. Far from done. Yeah, pain-wise, I don't know. I don't know. I know the one for my nerves, like, it it didn't hurt, but it just kept making me twitch, was my calf. Like, every time... I don't know. My my leg just kept involuntarily fucking jumping. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, dude, I'm not doing that. And he was like, I know, dude, it's your fucking, he goes, it's your your nerd. And I was like, what the fuck? That's weird. It was just hopping. Yeah, I'm overdue. I'm overdue for something myself, man. I can't wait to get scoring. It's a sickness, man. Once you get started, man, it, it's it's a sickness. I I don't. I can't even can even explain it, man. There's just that craving that you get at every so often. You're just like, man, I've got to get some fucking ink soon. 
<laughs> I've just got to let it out, man. I just got to get some ink. So I'm there. I'm there. I'm at that point. Yeah, I told myself when I first started getting them, I wouldn't go below the elbows. You know, I wouldn't go so I could cover them with a t-shirt. And then, and then it fucking started going below the elbow. And then from there, it went to shit. But I still, I'm not going to ever get them on my face. And I'm not going to go on my neck. No neck or no face tats for me. I can't do it. I'm only laughing because I've said everything you just said. Everything you just said, brother, was the same attitude I had. Same, 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 same. I've I've already said, you know, no neck. And I've already kind of went maybe on the back of the neck. Because I don't know. But (laughs) I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm pretty well covered. I can't see on stopping anytime soon. But yeah, I said no neck. And right here, same thing with the under the sleeves there. I told myself, yeah, I'm not not going to do that. I've got to be able to uh, go out and do business and blah, 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 blah. Be and then once I went under, yeah, yeah, I've got to be respectable, you know. And then once I went under the sleeve there and, you know, I didn't get a lot of fucking whip whiplash or a lot of backlash from all that. I actually seen that it more and more susceptible. I just went, like you said, it just steamrolled after that. Steamrolled after that. And, uh, yeah, well then shit starts looking bare and you're like, oh, that don't look good like this. I need to add this and then this and let's put this and fucking... Yeah. That's funny because I actually said that to somebody the other day. I said, I know it sounds stupid, but I really hate the bl- the fucking blank spots. I like almost like obsess over them. You know what I mean? I can look at the whole thing and then I'm like, that spot, that spot. I just got to get something there. People tell me that I'm <laughs> sleeved and I go, no, I'm not. I go, you don't see that, 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 and that and that i go there's fucking that needs to be shaded in we can put something here that means we got to fill that in i I see too much white still i don't like it yeah i have that same Um, fucking stupid obsession about the blank spots makes me feel better brother (laughs) i definitely have it makes me feel better man Let's get a let's get a hit of some. I do worry about in. the neck. Hell yeah! This isn't Moon Rocks. This is Moon Rock. A lot of people shit on this company, but uh, I don't know why. Maybe they think it's too expensive. I I don't know why they shit on it, but everybody's like the buds are all dark. I was like, yeah, because. This shit isn't, it's infused weed, but it's not, because how they make most moon rocks is they dip weed, they'll get a bud and they'll dip it in distillate, or they'll dip it in something, and then they'll just rub a bunch of keef all over the top of it, and that's it. That's what they call, and they're like, this is moon rocks, but the weed in the middle is still could be bullshit or not good, you know? So, the way they make this shit is, I don't know how they do it, with some kind of 
it's scientific, you know, look it up, caviar gold. They infuse the weed like all the way down into the stem. So when you break this shit up, this shit is just like fucking completely wet. Like it, it's crazy. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I can't even show you guys. It's stupid. I got reviews out on my YouTube if you guys want to check out the buds, but it's really, but it's really good weed and they have a lot of different strains. And then they got like, uh, they're even associated with the, the, what is it? Oh, the Jay and Silent Bob. They got the Snoochie Boochies and the Schnoogans and all that shit. I got all their pre-rolls and everything. They're, the weed's actually really good though. I talked to the, not the owner of the company, but somebody that's pretty high up. So I get a lot of exclusive news on the weed and whenever new shit's going to drop, he tells me when it's going to drop and all that shit. And then, of course, merchandise. But the weed's really good. Yeah, that's a... I'm, I wonder, can't help but wonder if it's sprayed with oils. No, it's not, it's not sprayed. This shit is not sprayed. This one is not is not sprayed. Cuz these people have been in cut in business for 12 years. I go they're they're the original infused company. They're patented. Like they got a patent on it and everything. They're suing a lot of people right now for still uh using the name Moonrocks and and calling themselves infused cuz they they got the patent on it. I know when wild, I make actually. my moon rocks, I just use my, uh, like, reclaim. I'll actually just heat it up and fucking roll my butt around in that. And then I got, a, like, a jar of fucking keep, and I'll just shake it in there. <laughs> fucking until it's nice and covered. And I fucking smoke that shit. That's so do you use do the actual though. fucking... It is a nice treat. Do you use the stuff that, like, out of this... No way, right? Yeah. Not no out way. of there. Not out of there. Out of the stem. Out of, out of this stem. part, yeah. Out of the stem. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when you wash it out, that, all that other shit mm-hmm. just goes down the drain, right? I mean, I, I always just throw that shit down the drain. Right here. Right there. That's a, all the reclaim from the downstone. People use that to make edibles too, I hear. Yeah. You can do it with RSO as well. I've not personally tried any RSO yet. I would like to. I haven't got my hands on any. They have them at dispensaries, I know, but every time I go, I'm always looking at the weed and the fucking dabs. I never think about to ask for the RSO. Do you grow? If you don't mind me asking, or you just review? You know, I do grow, but I'm not like all crazy into it like you guys are. I never actually invested any time or money into indoor growing. Me and my dad have always grown outdoor because we live here in California, so we get good weather. So during the summer, you know, we can grow some pretty decent outdoor, but my, me, I'm spoiled to this fucking indoor weed and 
the dispensaries and all this good shit. And so I can, we can never grow the type of quality that I like to smoke, but he likes it. So we grow it for him. So yeah, we grew this year. We got shit like, we got like 10 pounds, but we only grew like six plants. So wasn't bad. A couple of them ended up uh, turning out mail on us, like, you know, midway through. So it kind of uh, fucked our grow a little bit. But overall, we had a pretty successful grow this year. But we grow outdoors. Nothing nothing uh, spectacular like what you guys do. Everybody should. That's all. I just think everybody should. <laughs> Overgrow, overgrow. There's nothing wrong with buying weed. If you can, you should. Can you should? Yeah, when I first started the YouTube shit, that uh, those companies were hitting me up trying to send me lights to do reviews for them. Like, I'll send you this light if you do a review on it. And I was like, I seen everybody else doing it, so I was like, okay. So I got their free light, but they kept hitting me up about. When are you going to start growing? When are you going to start giving us uploads? And I was like, man, I'm not like invested in it like that. So I kind of like stopped doing that shit. I mean, with those Mars hydros. I'm, those... I'm glad to. I'm glad to hear you bring that up because I do fucking talk about that a lot. You're right. They can be very demanding. It sounds like a very good deal until. They start dictating you, you know, they want you to fucking, you, you do now. I don't like the, I have trouble being told what to do. I'm a fucking kind of strong-willed person, anywho. But sometimes I have troubles, direct troubles, being told what to do. And I've had that from them companies. You need to make these many videos. And I'm like, no, you don't. It doesn't work like that, you know, and they can be very pushy on some of them deals. And it's like, man, how about I just pack this fucking thing up? I've said that to a couple of them. How about I just pack this thing up and send it back? And I have sent a couple of them back. Yeah, you even suggested the light's pretty decent. I actually told one company, and this is no lie too. The light's pretty decent. How much do I fucking, how much to just fucking, how much to just call it good? <laughs> you know I'll what I mean? How you. much to buy a guy this fucker? How much to just, yeah, how much to just stop the emails? How much? You got the light in my garden. How much to just stop the emails? <laughs> Almost like a ransom. How much is, how much you want to stop the fucking emails? It, but that's funny. It's very true, though. I've actually said that to one company. How much you want to just stop the emails? <laughs> yeah, that's why I quit. That's why I quit with that's them. Because I was like, they kept messaging me, and they were like, uh, they said, we want three videos, or like two videos this week, or some shit. And I was like, what? Two videos in a week? I go for you guys. You guys ain't even paying me. Like. You just gave me a fucking hundred dollar light. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, oops, excuse my language, but you know. 
It's in the title, brother. It's in the title. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't. I agree, man. Can't deal with that. That's why I just deal with the company straight up. And I, if they want to, they see the reviews that I do, if they want to send me shirts and hats. So the next time I purchase uh, their product, when I do a review, I can wear it, you know, and shit. That's cool. You know what I mean? I'll do something like that for them. Sometimes they want me to put a poster in the background, which I won't do because I'm like, no, my setup is my setup. I'm not really going to super advertise you unless unless you're sponsoring me and I'm getting fucking paid to go. But just to put your poster in my background, it's like, nah, this is my set. I do what I want with it until I choose otherwise. <laughs> so they're curious a little bit to is the 49 there a reference to a horror movie no right there 49ers that's my football team man or is it the football yeah football there you go that's the old school logo it used to be on their uh one of the helmets back in the day yeah yeah you can see all my shit up because of the the horror movie reference yeah most of them are horror movies i think they were trying to put it into a horror movie nah when i first (laughs) when i first went below the elbow that was the first tattoo i got was the 49ers and then i started going and i was like fuck i'm already got the horror movie theme so i just basically themed it the shit all around it but my team's always going to be my team so i plastered it right there I do have some cover-ups, though, like a complete huge one right here. I just blacked out my arm. I'm getting ready to get one. Yeah, I just blacked the fuck out of my arm. Did you black? The back, the back. I'm still, I'm not on the fence. Black is brutal. Black is brutal. I don't know what it is about black. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love my black. I got tons. Most of my art's black and gray. Most of it's That's black all and I gray. Have almost. But I have some larger, just like like you have there, cross like larger, just black areas. That black seems to fucking just dry out. I don't know what it is about that in particular color, but that area of skin that's large amounts of black like that just fucking seems to dry out. Like fucking crazy, man. Fuck, I don't know what it is about some colors of inks. Uh, but man, some colors are worse than others. I'm actually fixing to get a cover up too of my first tattoo. I've been on the fence about it for so long. So, so long. So, when did you so get your long. first tattoo? How old did you I actually had, uh, was 19 at the time 19 and I guess I don't know maybe I can fucking tell the story a little bit um, so 19 and I go to get my tattoo I'm I'm hustling let's put it that way I'm hustling I've always I've never hid that fact you know I'm been on my own since 16 and a half 
and hustle has been a large part of my life. I've learned a lot from the school of hustle. Not afraid to say that. But at 19 there, uh, I just met some uh, friends, some new found friends, acquaintances, if you will, uh, from Chicago. And we started a uh, newfound business adventure. <laughs> newfound a business adventure that uh, worked out to be very prosperous for a few years. And uh, so we all go and fucking decide we're going to go get some tattoos to kind of seal the deal a little bit there. And of course, they all get some fucking cool ass shit. And I'm still kind of young and naive. And I, I decide I'm, I'm going to get something. I want it to be gangster, but I want it to be cute. And it wasn't neither. <laughs> it wasn't neither, to be honest with you. Uh, what I ended up getting was uh, fucking this uh, Buster Bunny with a Tommy gun. So I was always into like time, fucking, yeah, right? Always into fucking cartoons. So I get that with a Tommy gun. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Total gangster. Yeah. That's gangster as fuck. Actually, a fucking, yeah, total, isn't it? Actually, at one point, because of a shitty relationship, I actually thought about getting, because he's got the, I've had it, actually had this redone like twice, to be honest with you. I appreciate it too. Fucking, and uh, I almost thought about because of uh, a bad relationship, because it's got the Tommy gun. I've almost had Babs put right here <laughs> with a fucking like back of a skull shot off. <laughs> be honest with you, just half a skull. But I didn't go down that route. Didn't go down that route. So actually, uh, now to have that cover. And, you know, I have some just fucking amazing ink these days. That was the first one for the longest time. And it, again, tucked under the sleeve. Didn't even really know I had it if for most of the part. Might see his feet poking out and done. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of my ink's really nice. I have some fucking just gothic shit, man. It's just a lot of fucked up. For me, you would think that's so much fucked up shit. And, and a lot and of times, down, I and then you look down I, at Bugs Bunny. Oh yeah, yeah, he sticks out like a sore thumb too. And that's what I get a lot of times too. I'll be walking into like a store, tank top and shit. There's this one guy that fucking likes to do it too, fucking. Walk in, he'd be like, "Hey, man, how you doing? Nice, Buster Bunny." <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually talked about that fucking last time I was in with the tattoo place, and they're like, "Well, I want to go over it." And they were like, "Have you ever thought about having it moved?" And I thought, I actually thought about. I was like, the initial thought was like, "Cut it out and move it." Is you fucking sick? What the fuck are you thinking? And they're like, no, just move the tattoo deal. Same tattoo, different location, just to keep the memory. I'm like, the memory's not there anymore. At that <laughs> point, it's a different memory. Once you move the tattoo, it's not there anymore. It's not the first tattoo. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go over it. I'm thinking uh, Shiva the Destroyer is what I'm going to have put over that, over the shoulder. It kind of goes with the rest of the, the themes on these arms, but 
But yeah, that was the that was the first one. And it would it would, it would make it even funnier if you actually knew the situation. It makes it all the more <laughs> funny because it was it was nothing I'm gonna talk about on the air. But it was well, the, well, it I'm was the type of situation where I, I caught a I caught a lot of a lot of shit from uh, a lot of people about Buster, but it was what it was. <laughs> it was what it was. But yeah, that was the first one for sure. <laughs> I got a I got a goofy uh, one like that as well. It's not as bad because it's it's Bart Simpson. So Bart Simpson's a little cooler than Buster Bunny, but it's Bart Simpson wearing a, like a bandana with two guns fucking in his hands. But I got this, the bandana on his mouth. This was way before COVID because a couple people were like, oh, you got him wearing that because of COVID? And I go, no, I got this shit done like two years ago, you know, like a year before COVID. But everybody associates the bandana with COVID. And I was like, I was ahead of the curb. I already knew it was coming. I actually thought that uh, when I, the last hat I got, when I, I, like I said, I got a lot of fucked up women's faces all up and down my legs. I guess without showing them on air, you could look on uh, Instagram. I have my Instagram. I, because of the show, I used to mix it in with like a lot of my growing and stuff. But then when I started doing the show, I knew like potential, like uh, guests would like scroll down my page I didn't want them to see like <laughs> you know a bunch of shit, so I, I separated them and I put my tats all on one page. But if you want the Eagles tats, if you want to check out some of them, they're fucking they're pretty good tats, man. But uh, that last one I got, I thought about I seriously thought about to mark the like time period. I wanted a COVID. I thought about a COVID mask with like a toxic symbol on it on one of the gals, but I didn't go with it. I ended up going in a different direction, but I thought I definitely had thought about something like that to kind of mark, the, mark this era this year. <laughs> you do got some pretty sweet ink there though, brother. I wish I could show you all my other shit. Cause how you're talking about all your stuff. I got some really cool faces, like evil demonic faces as well. Like, I got some demon shit too. I got I got some I got the scary movie shit, but I got some demon and evil shit and uh I got some pretty dope ass tats too. Like faces. Some of them are like portraits, but they're badass. I got some good ones. They're just not visible right now and I'm I'm not trying to get all naked on the fucking live stream, so Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you want to check them out there on Instagram, yeah, yeah, I've got a few too. Like the one right above my left foot, there is a, a nice face of a gal, and she's got a bullet hole in her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind, of, it's kind of weird. There's some, <laughs> there's definitely some fucking grim tattoos on my legs. You wouldn't expect them. You really wouldn't expect that shit. Uh, weird stories, I guess. Uh, So yeah, how long was it? When did you? What made you decide to do, put together the show and put together some reviews? What uh, what sparked it? 
honestly, <clears throat> uh, boredom and a friend. Uh, my my when I if you go back and look at my reviews, like the original first maybe twenty reviews that I did, it was with my partner. He's a big ass black dude, and I can say that because. Because, you know, I don't know if you can say, oh, black dude or not. Everybody's like, oh, you're racist. Like, no, I'm not. He's my best friend. So he's huge, right? He's a big dude. Uh, he was the one that initiated, like, said something a while back. And he's like, hey, man, we should just, like, film ourselves doing shit and put it online. People will like it. And I was like, nah, I don't think so. <clears throat> and then I told him, let's do a weed review. And he was like, fuck it. So he initially put the idea in my head. We did it out of boredom and just funniness because, you know, and we were like, whatever. And, and uh, it actually got fun. And I was like, damn, I like this. And I, and I started all this on the phone that I'm using right now. I, I still don't even own a laptop. I don't have internet at my house. I have a phone. I'm using my phone's internet. I film my videos, I edit my videos, <clears throat> I upload my videos, I do everything off of this phone. So when you see my stuff, if you think that it's good or you think that it sucks, I'm doing everything off a phone. So I'm very limited. <clears throat> but then again, I'm I'm making do with what I got, you know. And so we started uh we started just filming and as I kept going, he couldn't continue to do it. And it was my idea to like start making a logo and putting money behind it. So I started making a logo. So I made a logo. If you can see, boom, I got stickers. I got stickers made, <clears throat> you know, smoking with small town. I got different lo different logos made. I got, I got pins made, like these little pins that go on. I got refrigerator magnets. See, and this is the original sticker from when he was still on the team, smoking with Small Town and Big B, because that was his name, Big B. Well, it still is his name. He just ain't on the show no more. Business cards, got T-shirts. Got white ones black ones so i got a big ass flag made i got all kinds of shit made but it's not like for like really to make money and sell it's just more i wanted to see if i can do it and i did it i i made these logos on my own i contacted artists to make it happen i i did it all and I know it's not a lot of success. It's very small. I've only been doing it 11 months. I don't, you know, almost at 2,000 subs or whatever. But I do have a lot of companies hitting me up. I have had a lot of fun with it. I'm learning a lot about editing. You know, a lot more about weed, too, and different strains the more I smoke it. I'm not going to sit here and claim I'm a super expert. I was smoking, you know, Mexican brick weed for the first 10 years of my life. That's all there was. So as the cannabis industry grows bigger, my knowledge grows bigger. You know, I, 
I think it's cool. I'm learning with everybody else. I think it's cool that everybody watches. It's a good time. It is a good time. And now, you know what? I, I deeply respect the fact that uh, even though that the gentleman that helped you start the videos, even though he isn't current, that uh, you still did give him some props. You know what I mean? A lot of people tend to forget. <laughs> a lot of people tend to forget and don't, you know, give credit where credit is due, you know. And some, so I appreciate the fact that even though he isn't... Uh, Still sitting there next to you that you, you still gave him a shout out. That's pretty awesome of you, for sure. Oh, yeah. He's my partner to this day. When I go live, he, he goes on my lives and watches me. You know, he still supports the channel and all that. Every once in a while, I might have him still, you know, on a guest review or, or you know, be on the show. It's, it's just he, he has other priorities. His brother's in a, in a wheelchair uh, and has, you know, um, like diabetes so he has dialysis all the time and everything so he has priorities in which I respect that and I have to uh, you know I have to let him do his life it's pretty awesome thank you ready for uh, throwing up them links brother ready to hit the hot fire has been throwing up links to your YouTube and your Instagram all night so Thank you, ready for that. My, uh, you get my facial because you, especially because you're on the online and uh, in front of me right now, you get my official on air apology for butchering your name probably about a thousand times. Oh, dude, I, I wanted to right. tell you something, but I was like, man, I'm just gonna let him keep saying it. But I, I really am not smoking with a small town or smoking in a small town. It's Smoking with small town. <clears throat> it doesn't sound catchy when it didn't sound catchy when you said it. I was like, man, the way he says it, it makes my name sound stupid. Uh, I'm sorry, brother. I, I actually realized I've realized it a few times, and then when I was making the title again tonight, I was like, I am an ass. I can't believe I fucked that name up so many times. So. That is exactly who I've been talking about, honestly. I'm sure you guys have figured that out in the shout-outs list every night. But uh, my formal apology. I I think people, it's funny that, you know, I I don't know how many names I've actually butchered, but I've butchered a lot of screen names. And I'm grateful for everybody that I butchered their fucking screen name and then still they tune in night after night and haven't told me to fuck off yet. <laughs> Thank it's you funny because I was be telling cool I was telling my old lady that today about that. I go, I'm gonna go on his show even though he doesn't know my name. I go, obviously he doesn't watch my reviews. I go, because I say it at the beginning of every show. Hey, welcome back. Smoking with small town, but he continues to call me smoking in a small town. <laughs> I was I seen your face when we came on. I actually said it right in the beginning of the show. You were like, "Yeah, that looked like well, fuck you, actually I got it right." <laughs> no shit for once. All right, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, you know, I do try to catch. I do sub to your channel. I do try to you know watch whenever I can. You know what I mean. Ah, uh, you're busy. But man. moreover, you're- it it started. 
it started about seeing you in the chats there. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, uh, I do investigate a little bit into some of these names and see if you guys follow some will follow or whatnot. And I seen you in chat there. And so when I did look up your channel, you know, see that you did sub up and stuff, I looked up your channel. And I try to, when I see other cannabis content like that, I I want to get you guys involved. You know what I mean? It's only best if we stick together back to kind of what I was talking about in the beginning about, you know, liking. If we know we, that part of this was not only to necessarily highlight growers, but it's all everything cannabis, your cannabis reviews, your cannabis channel. And, you know, I like to highlight other channels as well as, you know, growers and stuff, because I like to make sure everybody knows as much of the content that's out there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of YouTube children fuck isn't advertising for us. You know what I mean? So even though that I, you know, am butchering your name up, I still didn't know that you had a channel and I wanted to get you, get you on for so you could at least come on and promote it. You know what I mean? Correctly <laughs> without me butchering the name up. You know what I mean? Like I said, you know, we should be trying to help each other out, you know, give each other some shout outs, each one, teach one, you know, as you get up, you should pull one up. That's the way I've been raised. That's the way I see it, man. We should, you know, help pull each other up, make the community bigger, and fucking show YouTube that there is a presence here. You know, the more the more videos they get watched, the more thumbs up, cannabis-related videos. Like I said, the YouTube will realize there is a niche for us, and they'll stop picking on us. So, yeah, I'm sorry I did butcher the name. I did know you had a channel, and I did want to kind of can get you on to. No, nah, you're channel, good. So and shout out to Weedus. I'm guilty of all the above. I'm, all, I'm guilty, say, absolutely guilty of all the above. I want to say Weedus <laughs> is the one that told me about But I, I am super glad that the... Who is? Weedus. I, I, he has a, a number oh, nice. after his name. Weedus 207. Something. 207, there we go. I go. He has a number after his name. I go, I just can't think of it right now. And I can't see the chat, so if he's in there, I can't fucking see it. So, but yeah, he's the one that told me about your channel. I want to say that's cool, man. I appreciate that. You know, really cool. And that's another thing too. I always mean to say this, just like I'm putting uh, Randy here on the list is. you know, unless you participate in chat, I don't ever know that you're actually in or watching. So you'll never make the shout outs list unless you participate in chat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so participate in chat so you get your ass on that list. You know, but uh, it is a great thing. We are, each one of us are helping each other build this community, you know, little by little. You know, just like you said, we just brought you here, and I don't know necessarily how I stumbled on you. I believe, like I said, it was you popping up in chat and me looking up your name, but yeah, it all helps. It all helps each other. So we need more definitely. of that. We need more of that today. Most definitely. And I didn't come on here for like really to promote my channel, I came on here more because. You asked me to come on. You had asked me before 
unfortunately I wasn't able to make it at the time I was going through some things. So, uh, when you asked me this time, I, I was free. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll come on the show and, and fucking talk shit with Eagle. Appreciate it, man. Like I said, like I've said more than more, more than once, every time we want you guys come on and do this, you know, it helps us, helps me another night, build us another night and hanging out. You know, it helps us get to know each other, too. It's easy to see the names flip by in chat. And, like, in some cases, we not even know some of us got channels. I'm surprised a lot of times when I look through the subs there and I see some of you guys have got a lot of videos, a lot of subs, a lot of videos. I'm like, well, how come I've never heard of this fucking channel? You know what I mean? And this is an opportunity to see that there's more behind you know, a lot of these screen names and shit, see what they're about, what fucking, if they've got stuff going on. So, you know, it's a way to, uh, to get your name out there and build, you know, build your stuff as well. It's only fair. <laughs> yeah. You never know. People never know what's what it's like, but they like tend to bond with people they like, you know what I mean? So if they see you on tonight, go, wow smoking with a small town i've seen that fucking name in chat it was pretty cool i need to go over there and check out that channel that's how it usually works yeah usually usually i'm acting a little wild and shit like yeah i drank a, a few beers but like i'm i'm casually sipping them usually i'm shotgunning and acting like a fool on my on my lives but i was like i'm on eagle stuff i'm gonna be respectful i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that i'm not don't make an ass of myself and uh have a have a nice conversation. Yeah, appreciate that. It's been a bit fun so far too. So, uh, how's what twenty one shaping up for you? Is there? Uh, well, for, I guess let's back up. When are, when are you both videos posted? since we're kind of talking about channels and stuff, when can we like kind of look for uh, review video reviews? Is there set days that uh, reviews come out? <clears throat> can uh, we just look, we just be subbed up and see some of the reviews? Yeah, no, I, I, I usually review every day, if not every other day. And when I upload is early in the morning California well for California time it's for you guys it's going to be a little bit later I'm going to upload nine it'll be nine o'clock California time ninth so it'll be 12 o'clock for you guys it'll be around noon in noon for you guys I'd upload every day so like tomorrow I do have a review to upload and I'll upload it around nine so you guys will get it around noon uh, I go live at least once a week every Saturday from uh, four twenty to at least six, so about an hour and a half. And on Wednesdays, once in a while, if I do the Wednesday ones, I announce it on my like community page or on my instagram so if you guys want to continue to follow me or stay updated 
check out my Instagram, Smoking with Small Town. DX Gunner 81 would like to know what is some of your favorite varieties? What it has been some of your favorite items you've reviewed so far? Okay, me, I'm a can- uh, cannabis smoker. See, I'm just going to fuck up already. No, uh, <clears throat> indica. I, I like indicas over anything. So, I, I, you know, sativas are cool, but to me, that's like, it's more of a CBD high. It gets you energetic. I like an indica. And so I like an OG Kush or lately the strain that the last like year that's been really good is GMO, of course. If you can get a really good GMO strain, I, I like personally like a good GMO strain. I like a good OG Kush or uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. Those are like my favorites. Company wise. There's a few that I'm messing with right now. I really do like, I'm not going to lie, I do like this company a lot, Next Green Wave. If you guys have, are in California, because I don't think they're out of California yet. So if you're in California, you can get it. It's really good. Uh, this company, Mojave Reserve, they're in California and Arizona. They are really good too. And they're not like $80 for an eighth or nothing. You know, you can get an eighth of it for like 40 bucks. Or for me, I can get it for 35 So it's really good prices. And I just like a good indica, a good, strong, gassy indica. That's pretty nice uh so 35 and 8 that isn't too bad considering that uh california prices it seems like everything's a little steeper in california no i i I get some really good stuff like this right here this is the strain that i reviewed today it will be out tomorrow it's the fatso by three bros three brothers uh and the lineage of Fatso is GMO cookies and Legend OG. And it does smell a lot like GMO. You get that garlic GMO smell. It's really fucking good. But the only thing I don't like about this weed is the <clears throat> the bud structure. It's uh it's too fluffy for me. I like a more a, a, a more dense bud it's too it's too fluffy and airy but the but the smell is really good the flavor is really fucking good and the high is really good the only bad marks i give it is the the look and the density of it but i really can't give it a bad knock for that because the high and the quality is still there me personally though i just like a good dense solid nug well it, to be fair about that though i mean there's a lot of strains out there as a grower i, I have got to say this you know there's a lot of strains out there that uh that's just the case you know what i mean i would honestly 
if you're happy with what you're seeing right now, the blood structure looked pretty decent from where I stood. You know what I mean? It looked hand trimmed. It didn't look like it looked rolled through a machine. But uh, sometimes I wonder, though, you know, I know sometimes that's just the way some strains produce. Uh, some of the best strains I've ever had are lettuce looking like that. You know what I mean? It's super fucking badass. I would be almost leery if I seen the same identical strain that you're enjoying so much right now from a decent grower. If I were to see that same bud, more dense stuff, I'd be like, okay, what they use this grow with? What they grow this with? You know what I mean? What fucking what dense? What they use to densen up these nugs so dense that the last one was so good when it in the buds were air. You know, because they there's some growth hormones regulators there that produce that density, and you know a lot of times it's an artificial uh, growth regulator that's bad. Only a few good inputs that you can really use to dense enough nugs like that. So actually, if I seen a denser version of it, I'd almost be a little bit more leery of it. You know what I mean? If you're happy with it, the presence in the high now. I'd almost be leery of how the, the other bud would be growing, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm actually said, very, like, I was Clementine's very Clementine's a perfect impressed. example. Yeah, I was very impressed with it, though. Clementine's and a strain, I, an orangey strange. I'm sorry, go ahead. I've cut you off twice, brother. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. No, I was just saying, I was real impressed with this shit because, yeah, I was just, I was just upset that it looked like that, but honestly... I really can't give it any... I can't talk shit about it. It's a fucking great strain. Like, Fatso is a good strain. So, before the the review even comes out, I gave it a really good review. And definitely, I recommend checking it out. It's, it's great. And like you said, now that I've seen this, <clears throat> and I've, I see what the bud looks like, if I see a different Fatso that is, like, more dense or, or looks different, then, yeah, I'm... It, it's probably, I it might not be the right shit. Not, might not, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be different. Let's read the chat here a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of reviews. One every day, one every other day. That's, that's pretty amazing, man. That's a lot of samples. That's a lot of reviews. That's a lot of reviews, brother. Hats off to you, man. That's I've a, smoked a lot, a lot of, of weed in the last year. A lot of weed. That's a that's a good notch to have under your belt, I can say. I mean, that sets you up. If anything, you're putting together a nice portfolio in case you ever wanted to be a bud tender or anything. You could be like, no, I've really tried like 500 strains. It'd be like, no, <laughs> no, you haven't. No way. Like, go back and look at. I got a channel, man. Look, look right there. Five hundred fucking reviews. That's five hundred different strains. Yeah, I can tell you about anything we got here. What do you want to know? <laughs> be pretty cool. Pretty impressive to have on a resume. Yeah. It's it's been a journey, man. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's been fun doing doing the reviews over the last year. It does get stressful <clears throat> because people. I I start doing it every day, 
to where I feel like I feel like burdened to where I'm like I have to do it every day like if I don't have a review for people tomorrow you know what I mean like what are they gonna think like why I have to have a review out to where it starts being a burden and then it doesn't get fun so for a while I was doing them every single day right now I try to cut myself back to like every other day type shit even though that's still a lot but I'm still trying to consistently put out content, but I, I'm still trying to have a life at the same time. Because I do have a baby on the way, and, you know, I have a life to contain outside of YouTube. That's pretty real, too. Sometimes I can see that, too, as somebody who does this every day uh, and, and, you know, have done product videos for lights and stuff like that. It can be a, somewhat of a burden from time to time. I think what makes this project different for me from than a lot of the other stuff that I've done, because I've done even like weekly shows, you know what I mean, to where it was only once a week. And even at that point, it was kind of tough. Even at that level, it kind of interfered a little bit. But I think what makes this one different for me is the, the community aspect alive of it. You know what I mean? I think if this was like a recorded deal where me and you just hashed this out and then I went back and fucking edited it up and then posted it, I think I may get, I think at that point I might have got to that level already to where I would think it would almost be a burden. You know, I would be fed up with the project. But I think because of it, it's live, and there is people here I'm watching, you know, shit flutter by as we speak, you know what I mean? Uh, I think that, that it, it changes it because I look to hang out with everybody every night, you know what I mean? The, the, it's a way lot less of a burden knowing that I'm going to hang out with fucking a shit ton of friends every night. So, like I said, if it were just like me and you and this was recorded and it had to be edited, I don't think I could fucking do it. I don't think I can fucking do it every day and post them and shit like that. But because it's live and everybody's here and everybody's like, you know what I mean? I can read the comments as we speak. It changes everything. It makes it more of a want to do this type of atmosphere for myself anyway. And again, you know, I... I'm up this time of night too. I I seen that tonight from I want to say it was a Cheddar Bob thirteen asked me how we don't do the show earlier. Well, because this is my time, man. I've always been up at this time of hour. You know what I mean? So this is ultimately the time for the show. If I were to try to do it any earlier throughout the day, I wouldn't be able to do it because like it's in that time that you're talking about. It's kind of like that word time time to run around time to go to the grocery store i wouldn't have time but yeah. after i water my plants or whatever and i'm usually up i might as well hang out with my friends moreover that this used to be the time i used to be in chat on other you know sub cools shit so i've always kind of been up and hanging out this time of hour so that's why i do it this time of hour. <laughs> it's where the growers hang out third shift <laughs> yeah, I've been I've gotten to a lot of the grower communities. I've met I've met a lot of them. 
Uh, a lot of them are chill. A lot of them have beef within each other to where you kind of like have to pick sides and then it kind of gets uncomfortable to where I kind of distance myself from that crowd because I'm, I'm like, well, I don't even fucking grow. So like I do, but I'm not like letting what my channel is about. So I'm not, I'm not really a, like in that beef or so I try to distance myself from that. Oh, you're muted. Thank you, my friend. It's sad that it's like that sometimes. And uh, unfortunately, there's been a little drama around me and this channel because of that. And, you know, hopefully they didn't uh, affect your chances or you wanted to come on this channel. But, you know, it's sad that it does come like that. I try to be as open as I can with all the rest of the channels. But, uh, you know, every so often, shit happens, I guess. But I, I, I try to play nice with everybody. <laughs> the world's too small to hang, hang, carry on grudges and be negative. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. No. I personally, I never that. heard no. I never heard no negative uh, stuff about about you or your channel, or nobody said anything. That didn't keep me away or nothing. I was like, I, nah, nothing. And honestly, I don't know about all your past stuff. I, I I hear you guys talk about it sometimes, but like, I wasn't there, so I'm like, eh, I don't know the context of this shit. So, I'm basically way out of the loop on that on that end of it. I'm just fucking. I'm just here to chill. It's a good place to be. Yeah, it's a good place to be. Chad's wanting a dab. I think we should take a dab. Okay, give me, give me, give me, give me a 20 second break. 20 second break. I'll be right back. You do it. (laughs) What's up, Chad? Twisted Brutes, Main Mystic, Chad Westport, BG420 Farms. What's up, brother? Take the dab just because of you. Cheers. Chad and Brad Farms, how you doing? Martial Artist 2012, how you doing? Day you guys hanging out. See lots of weed in there. Clacking this 420. That's a Michigan Gonzo Misfit, if I do believe. What's up, Twisted? Always a pleasure to see you. Claire Killian. That's a new name. Nice to see you. Well, I did see you yesterday. It's nice to see you return. Ollie Noble. How are you doing, brother? What's up, Zeppelin? Taco. PX Gunner, 81. All names, familiar names. Oz Indica, cheers. Nice to see you as well. Of course, Unlucky. Unlucky was here the other night. Mike Bundy, if you uh, didn't, if you missed it, you should go back and check that one out. It was a great episode as well. Nice to see Cass hanging out still. Chad Westport, much respect to you, my friend. Much respect to you. Piff 1000, that's a new name. Welcome to the show. I need to fucking put you in the book, Piff. I'm glad to see uh, all these new names. Hopefully you come back and uh, check out some more episodes. Maybe check out some of the past episodes. You know, that's the one thing, smoking in a small town, I think that's a bummer about knocking out so many episodes. You said it wrong again. Is, uh, oh, what? 
Ah, my bad. Smoking with Small Town. Ah, thank you for correcting me, though. What's up, Doggo the Hut? You know, I think one of the, the biggest things bitches about putting out content every day is uh, I'm always afraid some of it's getting lost. You know what I mean? Because everybody's keeping up with today that some of the past gets lost, man. Fucking, there's so many great episodes, you know, prior episodes. I think some of them get washed behind because there's new content every day. It doesn't give people a chance to go back and check out old stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I personally, though, I think the more content that I have out there, the more that's out there that, that people can just stumble upon because the uh, the companies that I'm reviewing and shit, I try to review some of the better companies mostly, so the names are pretty solid. So they they end up getting a bit of traction. If it don't happen in the first couple of days, it'll happen in the next month or so. Because I have I have videos that have like three thousand views or you know, and stuff like that. I have like five or six that have or more than that that have been oh, way oh, that I have over 2,000 so I have a they get a little bit of traction they ain't getting no hundred thousand views or nothing but but like I said I haven't even been on YouTube for a year yet my official year will be February something I have to go look and see what the first upload date of my first video was it was sometime in the end of February or in the middle of February. So I still got like a couple more weeks until my official first year on YouTube. Congratulations on that year. That's a lot of stride to make in one year, man. A lot of stride, you know. A lot of people, it takes a lot longer than that to build up a following, that's for sure. So you've done quite well for yourself. Congrats, man. And fortunately for me, it's been it's been the majority of positive. People really fucking seem to, you know, enjoy them. They jump on board. They ask for more. They, you know, I, yeah, I have some some haters, but majority are it's very positive, you know. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the second year, you know, brings me. Right on, right on. You can't let the haters, you know, that's another thing, too, about the negativity. You can't, just can't let that shit, they, no matter what you do, there will always be some amount of negativity from somebody. And it's usually oh, from somebody it. just kind of, like, bummed that they're not doing it, to be honest with you. Usually nine times out of ten. <laughs> Did you get your dab in already? It is a cool-ass little rig, man. Did you already do your dab? No, I was waiting, brother. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm gonna no, take no one of this. No I'm gonna take one of this key lime gelato, but I'm not gonna tell you guys what it tastes like because this review is not out yet. It's fair enough. Yeah, that's funny that you say you haven't done yours yet. Because it's funny. I don't know what it is. Like, as the host, 
because I don't say shit, you know what I mean? It's like if the guest is over there chiefing down, I've never said anything, nor have I seen like chat say anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at him smoking and shit. But if I like grab a pipe or you know, and start fucking chiefing down, I can see in chat like, is he fucking dabbing without us? <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't oh, even they fucking want the wait. Song. They want you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I tend to wait. I tend to wait. I've seen well two on guests like while they're talking. I've seen like a guest once or twice kind of look at me like, is he even paying attention, man? He's just over there fucking turning red from fucking dabs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not even fucking paying attention. But I am. I am. I'm just puffing along. Yeah, I don't worry about that. I wanna I wanna smoke too, so I was like, yeah, that's cool, let's go. Every time I do damn lives with other people though, which I never do, that's what's but I, I mean when I do lives in general, because when I do my lives, I get nervous. Before I do them, I don't know why, but I do. You know what I mean? Before I go live, I get nervous. And I'm like, I don't know who's going to be watching me. I don't know these people. Fucking some of them I do. Some of them I don't. I go, but I have to interact with these people and I got to entertain them. And I have to, you know what I mean? I got to put on a show. I was like, or, or what else am I doing this for? And it's, it gets nervous. You know what I mean? I, I, it gets nerve-wracking. I get nervous. I'm just being honest. And even, like, before I got on your show, I felt the same way I did or I do before I go live on my own show. I'm like, fuck, I, I got to pee. Like, fuck it. I was like, I got to piss. So I can get nervous. Hey, that's, I that's do human the same nature, thing. though. I still do it. I still do it all the time, especially when I know it's like a rabbit hole. You know what I mean? I know there's no guest and shit. I'm like, man, I've done this like like tonight said three hundred times, man. I I ain't got shit to say tonight. <laughs> I I'm going on, but I ain't got shit to say. Fuck, what am I gonna do? And it always seems to work out, man. You just gotta have faith, and it just it always seems to work out. ready whenever you are too all right we're getting there i know i oh i dropped a little piece well we're going fat dabs there we go nice one right there this is gonna be a hot one. Oh, it's hot still oh we're still hot no rush no rush yeah i was like wait we're still hot as hell i could already hear the sizzle no sense in torching your lungs for no good reason. <laughs> oh, I'm going to burn myself. <clears throat> All right, we're good. Let's go. Cheers.
Cheers. Pretty good, pretty good. Man, my fucking little fucking dab tool just broke. So little oh. to no effort. What a bummer. Damn it, that's right. I still see too much turps in there. I gotta get these. Yeah, that was a fat dad. I was like, fuck, there's a puddle in there. Uh, uh. She only goes so far. Now I'm laying out. And it starts tasting like shit, and I'm done with it. Once those key lime key lime terps are gone, I don't I don't want it. Ah, uh, that's a that's a reviewer there for you right there. <laughs> I'd be still going in. I'd be still going in. <laughs> that shit's no, gone. gone. <laughs> I I call it I call it Gonzo after I. After I don't start tasting the key lime no more, I'm like, nah, I don't want it. I could just smoke fucking bong loads now. Because that's what I smoke dabs I really... for. I smoke dabs for the for the flavor. Because you can get way more flavor out of dabs than you can out of flour. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Because you can just taste it. I go, If you put it at the right temperature, you can just taste it. I agree to that. I agree to that. Man, I smoke flour to come down sometimes on some dabs. Just level me back out. <laughs> but that dab taste does hang. I do appreciate some nice dab taste. Flavors, I should say. I can't believe how fast because uh, <coughs> I was like Casual dabber, I would say, up until late, till the show started. I was doing them occasionally, and then the show started. Started doing them a little bit every night. Then I got a rig here. Actually, got a actual rig, and it like nice. That's badass, and it just steamrolled. <laughs> then the email came. I was done. Deb's fucking came a thing like overnight seemed like it was like overnight and shit I was like oh, just fucking bad. couldn't believe how fast it came that <clears throat> my fucking my my uh my dabbing universe just took a shit this week because I had everything I have I have all these dab rigs I have fucking I had my email, I had my Carta, I had everything. My Carta took a shit on me. The two days later, I broke my fucking email uh, banger. And and now I'm like, fuck, now I'm basically just torch only. It's like, fuck, I, I lost my, my fucking Carta and my email in one week. So I'm breaking glass. Is always a heartbreaker or the banger at least. I broke my whole rig 
just when I thought that rig I told you about there, the one that kind of like brought the habit back, uh, if you will. And uh, I broke that thing all in one night. The only thing I have left of it was this here cap. <laughs> That's a badass little piece there. The rig. Anarchy symbol. I just don't have my banger in there right now, but yeah, he's a oh, little, he has a little cool. uh, knife in his hand. He's a zombie clown. Yeah, I dig the Anakin cool. t-shirt. Yeah, that's a cool little rig. So have you done, uh, have you decided to go down that route at all? Like glass reviews? Or are you just kind of sticking with uh, cannabis related? No, I have a lot of glass. I mean, I have bongs upon bongs. Here's what. Here's another one. Oh, I got nice this piece. one. I got my big one. I like this one. I use this one in my reviews because I like a be- I like a good, hit, nice beaker bong, you know. And I this is a big one, but I like it. That's my favorite one. Then another smaller one that's a different little size. I don't have the bolt in it now. This one's like a triple or the the double chamber. I need to clean it, but it's like one of those recyclers. It's all crazy the way it fucking cycles. It's it twists around and does all kinds of dumb shit. It needs to be cleaned though. I haven't used this one in a while. But I, I have a I have quite a few pieces. I have the the uh I just don't have the bowl in it. If I put the banger in it it'll look better, but you know. So cool. So like on that tall rig there, I think for me, I think that one's good for flour, I guess. But that when I come to concentrates, I think that's almost like too filtration, too filtered for oh, my, it's like, big, it's only for flour. That's a flour only rig for sure. The smaller the better, I see for like dabs. I, I have yeah, da- dab rigs. Da- dab rigs are these ones, these little fucks. These little these little ones are my dab rigs. They're like this one. This is my my other one. You know, dab rigs are small. I got appreciation for glass, but I just can't own it. <laughs> I only bought all these after I started doing the reviews. When I started doing the reviews, I only owned one bomb. And after I started doing them, I was like, it would be cool if I had all this glass and I can use them all in different reviews. And I was doing that for a second and then I got tired of it. And then I was like, that's kind of corny. And, I, and now I just use one bong all the time. I was trying too hard at first. 
Yeah. The American one's got a good question. Shout out to American one. What's respect to you, friend? He wants to know what's the worst material you've ever reviewed. If you want to go down that route. The worst weed? Yeah, the worst. Yeah, what's What's the worst of the worst? The Cure Company. That's the company. The strain, the Mars OG. That's probably the worst fucking weed I've ever fucking smoked in my life from that company. I don't know. If somebody smoked a Mars OG that they like, then cool. But the one I fucking smoked and the one that I reviewed is the most trash weed probably I've ever bought out of a dispensary. Is the Mars OG by the Cure Company. That's uh, you know, that's a tough gig right there, you know, to be honest with you. I have I'm almost I have personally been almost withdrawn a little bit to step into that kind of arena just because of that reason, to be honest with you. Uh packaging can fucking make it or break you. You know what I mean? It's long term storage, how it's been handled, how long it's sat on the shelf and shit. All kind of dictate how the how it how how the review could go. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And again, I'm not sticking up for said company or whatever, but there's just sometimes where it sits there and you pull it out and it dusts up because it's you know may have been overlooked by other companies, you know, or whatever, but. You You're right. Like that, that that strain could be good. I go. I might. That might have been an old batch. That might have just been a bad batch because not you. I I've reviewed a strain of a certain weed, and I've went and bought the same weed six months later, and it's different. Why? Because it's a different batch. It's a different THC percentage. It's a different CBD percentage. And hell, it's a different grower. Because you never think about that. Sometimes companies switch growers. And when they switch growers, obviously, the product changes. So uh, people don't take that into consideration. Because sometimes they'll leave in the comment section, hey, I just bought this and smoked it. And it was 28% THC, not 24 like you said on your review. And I'm like, yes. Your batch is newer than mine. It's a different batch, different shit. So people don't take that into consideration. So that's also a frustrating thing when you're doing reviews. I can see that. I can see that for sure. You know, that's a frustrating. You brought up something that's kind of frustrating. <clears throat> Again, on the grower end of side of things is... Um, trying to come up with uh trying to trying to make it on the come up to be honest with you like that because like say right now here in michigan we used to fucking have like our foot in the door when we could somewhat work with the dispensaries or now provisioning centers we could go in we could show our flower our testing put some kind of branding on there you know what i mean and we were all trying to build up our name our brand if you will 
and then they kind of cut us off. So now, a lot of times, if you're still kind of wanting to scale up and get rid of overages or whatever, you can still kind of do that, but you have to deal with processing centers. So like I said, either A or B happens. Either A, you sell your product to that processor, and he's agreed to uh, keep your brand, okay, and distribute for you, get the proper testing done and distribute for you. Well, that could be great. But then again, like we said, who's to know and have that your product doesn't sit on a a breakdown table for too long? You know what I mean? Somebody dumped the unit out and it just slowed, air hit it, whatever. Packaging took forever, didn't do get, you know, so there's delays. Degradation. Oh, I just fucked it up terribly. Deep degradation, all the way, I know, right? All the way step through the, the process there. And by the time it actually hits the dispos, it's kind of been mishandled, degraded. And the consumer gets it and goes, oh, this product, oh man, this brand sucks. Or they take it and just right over top of your brand, smack. <laughs> the cure brand, just like you said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you're lost. You never even had a chance. They just bought out your shit and fucking claimed, claimed your product with their name. And that kind of sucks, man, trying to make it through the come up. It's really a tough time right now making it through that that transition phase here in Michigan to where you can keep your brand. It's a make or break period right now. As far as that kind of shit goes, <clears throat> right now in the canna- cannabis industry alone, if you're trying to make it, if you haven't already made it, you kind of are fucked. I go because the legalization is already happening, and all the companies that already have their foot in the doors are basically every time a state gets legalized, they're running in real quick and they're opening up dispensaries and they're sh- setting up shop. And they're not giving anybody a chance. Like, you guys, it's going to be hard right now. The cannabis industry is one of the hardest industries right now to get into if you weren't already into it, you know what I mean, before it started popping. You just, you know, you silently have proven your own point. And I don't even know if you know that. But, you know, I was kind of watching this, like, you kind of, Hinted to some names and you showed some. I thought, oh, it just pretty much said what you proven what you just said it was like when you pulled out the J and Silent Bob spliffs and shit. I I was sitting there going, oh fuck, because that's basically what you're saying. The kind of rebranding, you know, J and Silent Bob didn't grow that shit. You know, somebody got no, canceled that's- out. In that spliff mix there. And it was more bigger money than cash. That's, you know and I mean? I'm sure they had the money, you know, to put behind the branding there, which somebody like myself, you know, versus Jay and Silent Bob, who, which one do you think is going to be the first one to market there for better graphics? <laughs> you know, it, it, it sucks. It works like that, but it does. It's working like that. That's what I'm saying. Whatever weed company is going to get the fucking biggest name behind them is going to win. 
I go, and whoever has the most money is going to be the one that gets the biggest names. And at the end of the day, that's that's the cannabis industry is fucking cutthroat and it's hard right now because I, I see it because I have all these companies reaching out to me every day. And, and I, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's the same companies though. That's what I'm seeing consistently in the, in the dispensaries. The same companies are the same names I'm seeing pumping out the consistent good weed. I go, and then there's just a bunch of these new names that are coming out all the time. And I'm like, oh shit, there's like a new dis, there's a new cannabis company every other day. So it's going to be very hard to compete with the ones that are already pretty much established. That hype shit scares me. It really does. It really does. That whole hype, hype. I mean, it dictates so much of the market right now as it is. And I, I'm, consumers are fly blind a lot. <laughs> so much, especially in the newer wreck market. You know what I mean? And they're not necessarily knowing what to look for, but they've seen a T-shirt on the way in. You know what I mean? They give Wade free t-shirt or, you know, they seen this or that on the way out. So that must be good because I just seen it on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? So it does make it harder for some most times greater strains to compete like that. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, the burners and, you know, the Jungle Boys and shit like that. Had, you know, don't get me wrong. Some of the strains are fucking amazing. Don't get me wrong. But, again, marketing dictates, is going to dictate a lot of that. I'll, I'll say sucks. something about that. I'll say something about that. Cookies, cookies, burners, and, and overall as a company, he has some really good strains. But he has some not good strains. And for the amount of money that you have to pay for those not good strains, that fucking sucks. And even for the amount of money that you're paying for those good strains, fucking sucks. Because nobody should have to pay $80 for an eighth of marijuana. You know what I mean? Nobody, no fucking buddy should have to pay $80 for an eighth. And I know people that pay up to $100 an eighth for that weed. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Makes no goddamn sense. It's bullshit. You know what's funny about it is probably back in the day before you seen him on the streets or through somebody knew that fucking shit was probably a fraction of that cost. But now that it's got a, you know that pretty label on the front and a reputation to back it, now it's like you said that eighty bucks. It's kind of fucked. <laughs> That's just because I I have smoked some I've smoked some some shit from cookies. I reviewed it like the apples and bananas. That's probably one of my favorite strains I've ever smoked. I gave it one of the highest reviews I've ever gave anything because it tasted so good. It got you so fucking loaded. And it's a good fucking strain. I'm sorry. It is the apples and bananas by cookies. I don't know who grows it. Uh, but it's really fucking good. So he has some good strains, but he has some shit strains too. And I shouldn't have to pay eighty dollars for 
an eighth of apples and bananas you know it'd be cool if i can get it for fucking 40 bucks or 50 bucks like that sucks that i have to pay 80 yeah yeah that's them are tough prices right there man i it's not too often i make it into the dispos anymore thank goodness but every time i do go in there man it's just horrifying to see what they're getting for some of that stuff, man. So, wow. It just seems like robbery in a lot of cases. <laughs> so, so many cases. You know, I, especially as a grower, I look at that stuff and go, you're joking, right? <laughs> this is your top shelf shit. You're, you've got to be kidding me. And they're just, they're getting it. It's sad they're getting it just because it's a, like a new frontier like market here you know i mean just because they charge top dollar just because it's wreck you know they basically they showed up you're lucky to get it <laughs> you know what i mean who cares kid you're lucky to get it who cares you're paying out the nose for it but uh it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't be <coughs> yeah i don't yeah i don't fucking know man the, the dispensaries over here, honestly, where I'm at, are probably the best prices you can get. Fucking, I, I can get shit for the best prices, but if I want cookies, I got to go to the cookie store, and there I'm getting taxed up the ass and paying the utmost price. So, in your opinion, what would be... Uh one of the loudest strains you've reviewed uh, this last year. Which one was fucking just, as soon as you opened it up, it just fucking was like, wow. Wow. Kind of hung out a little bit. The Garlic Grove by Next Green Wave. And then there was one called the Garlic the garlic strains, I'm telling you, those are probably the loudest. Those were the loudest this year. The GMOs, they they fucking screamed at the top of their lungs and they made themselves fucking known this year. And uh and I I think those were those were it. When you open them, they just you're like, whoa. There was one called uh the garlic grove is one, and there's another by Raj Cannabis. Like, like this company don't get enough love. Nobody hears about it. It's called Raj Cannabis. R-A-J-A-H or some shit. I got some jars of it over here somewhere. I'd have to go like fucking look for them. But it's called the Garlic <sighs> something, man. I, I can't re- remember right off the top of my head. Because it's been like eight months since I fucking smoked it. But that was like one of my favorite strains of the year. It's fucking, it's amazing. The garlic strains are fucking, I'm just kind of getting, I'm still on the fence about the garlic, to be honest with you. I've had a few different strains that were garlicky. Some I care for, some of them I don't. So the taste, I'm not a big fan of the garlic taste myself. So much other great terpenes, but that's what's there, I guess. 
<laughs> I like that fun. I like that funky, nasty, fucking strong, pungent Kush, man. I or indicas that just, just, uh, in my weed, you know, in my my dabs, I like everything because I like all the different terps and like to try everything in dabs and weed. I like a strong, pungent indica. That's my favorite. Something's real just nasty smelling. And that's why those those garlic strains do it for me because they're just so strong. Well, most of them, if you're getting if you're getting them like from where I'm getting them from, you're getting some good shit. I've got a Cheers. few garlic strains going on and uh yeah, they were they were good. They were good. Fuely. That was I had uh the GMO times uh primal punch was the one the the garlic one I've got in the garlic in the garden and I had some uh Bruce Banner wax lately for the on the garlic side. Both were pretty good. Both were pretty good. But again, I don't think when I'm shopping for seeds, that's not necessarily my first. When I'm thinking of turfs, I'm not thinking garlic, that's for sure. Gas, maybe. Yeah, the, the OG Kush by the OG Kush by Blem. By Blem or Cali Lotus. The fucking, it's called Unruly. It It's in a black jar. I have the review out on my YouTube. It's fucking, that is crazy good. And that's not a garlic strain. It's just an OG Kush, but it's like a strong fucking nice indica. That's a badass uh, strain right there. And from that company, that shit is really good. I highly recommend that if you're in California or anywhere where they sell that. Because, see, I'm still on the fence. on. I think each state is different. As in uh, what they have in their dispensaries and what you can sell. Because I don't think you guys can get necessarily the same strains we get or the same shit we get. Like in Oregon or in California. That's why when people are, are like, oh, your shit's fake or you're not smoking the right stuff. I'm like, well, you can't even get what I can get. And And when they say they have... I have to almost call bullshit because I'm like, how'd you get it? You know what I mean? It can't be real. And by the time it got to you, it had to be no good. I was like, because there's no way. Like, so I don't know. There's a way. There's a way. Us growers are some wily motherfuckers, let me tell you. There is a way. We get shit. We get it. We get it. Hell, I yeah, we get it. <laughs> I've gotten cuts that have been basically been kicked across the country. You know, in a few instances, there's ways to to pass things along. But you're right. Sometimes, but you, it, you're right though. You're absolutely right. But only in the instance of things, I believe, getting out. If that makes any sense, probably maybe maybe. Yes, let me know. See, like, say, in Colorado, most of the genetics that are allowed in that area, in that legal system, have to be produced in Colorado. 
So, or be in the matrix at the, at the time of conception. There's not, you're pretty, they're pretty much locked into a lot of genetics. You know what I mean? What's produced in Colorado is pretty much what you're getting in Colorado. Kind of like you're saying, you might not be able to get it other way. You're right. There might be strains bouncing around in the Colorado legal system that California might not be able to get because of that. But there's ways to get them out. You know what I mean? Way to get cuts out in the legal market. They just may not be able to surface into the into the new markets. And that some in some cases, like that could happen, say like if a cut were to make it to Oklahoma right now, you know what I mean? And get into their matrix, it could honestly be become a part of their grid to where Colorado so kind of locked in their system, you might not be able to bring something back in. You know what I mean? So they may be locked into their their little system yeah, where yeah. new things are tougher to get into the system, but things could through the black market early on be seeped out <laughs> from one grower to the other for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I just I just trip out yeah. on that shit because I don't know. I just sometimes I don't know. There's a market even for the black market stuff because there's YouTubers that don't even that are reviewers that started at the same time I have that have double or triple the amount of subs I have and never have reviewed a legit like dispensary product. Like they are only reviewing those fake uh sour patch kids or stoner patch kids you know what i mean like like those crazy edibles and and smoking weed from people that people send them you know what i mean like like from i don't know they're not dispensary they're not they ain't going to a dispensary and buying this shit i go and but people like to watch that more than they like to watch the legit and that's why I was like, wow, it's crazy. And I've had growers that aren't like in dispensaries hit me up and say, hey, man, I, I'm from such and such farms where we do these uh, sessions where we sell da 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 da. And I'm, they're like, would you, we want to drop you an ounce? Would you review our shit on your stuff? And I was like, I can't. And they're like, why? I go, because that fucks up my credibility of my my channel i was like everything i review on my channel is from a dispensary i go at this point i've never reviewed anything that wasn't so everything has has had a label on it and had everything on it if i start reviewing your stuff that you grew in your backyard and your stuff that you grew in your fucking in your house my credibility kind of starts going out the window as in, well, who, what are you reviewing? Do you even know that that shit has no pesticide? Do you know what, you know, it's like, no, I don't. So even though I don't know it officially with these companies, at least if these companies ever come out that something was fucked with them, I have that to, you know, to back me. I'd be like, well, I thought they were legit, you know, at least with, the, yeah, so... I can't do the uh, the reviews with just 
growers, you know. I get that. I get that. It's got to be, especially you putting your name behind it as well, you know. So that's got to count for something that there too. You want to be able to, you know, if you send somebody out to get, you know, say we'll use sour diesel, you know, you're recommending sour diesel. You want them to be able to experience what you did from, you know, a reputable source. And it's hard to say that if you've just pulled it out of somebody's garden because it may not even be the same strain. You know what I mean? Through the branding, you have the opportunity to know that, you know, if you suggest it and they happen to see that brand, you they have, you know, somewhat insight on it that it's going to be close to the same to where, you know, like just like you said, different strains, different gardens. There's a lot of sway there, you know, but through branding, there should be some type of consistency there. If the branding's good anyway, that should be consistency. So. And that's what we, that's what we as reviewers or content creators, we try to weed out as the good from the bad. Who's, you know, who's growing better? Well, in my opinion, because truthfully, everybody's different. Some people like sativas or hybrids. Some people like, you know what I mean? Everybody likes a little different. Some people like a fruity weed. Some people like a gassy weed. You know what I mean? So who's, I take that into consideration too when I'm reviewing. It's like every, I try to tell everybody my preference is a gassy indica. So if it's like a fruity strain, I might not give it a high score as it might deserve for somebody that really likes a fruity strain. You know what I mean? So you have to take that into consideration too when I when people are doing reviews. Right on, right on. You know, like you know, you there your word, your reps on the line about uh a strain as is uh the consistency of that product too. You know, I could see like you not wanting to pull out a random strain because that's like you say, you know, if you say it's good, somebody goes out and buy it and the brand is swayed one more reason or another, that kind of, you know, puts your review in a little bit in question. So, you know, you've got to depend on the brand consistency as well, or at least you're hoping, I would hope as a reviewer that, you know, the shit that I'm reviewing has consistency because I put my my name behind it. That's again, that's another reason why I don't like to fuck with the light companies and shit like that because, you know, I don't want to be responsible. I try to be as honest as I can about it. And I don't want, you know, somebody buying something because I said something and then they get it home and then they're fucking not happy with it. Not only are they not happy about the product, they're fucking mad at me. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, so I try to fucking just stay clear of you know that kind of light you know i don't know i just in my kind of when i do what i did take the lights this was the way i handled the lights brother because i didn't want to be i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i just you have to be one or the other you have to stick by you know your guns you're sticking by your guns as a reviewer so you know there's some credibility there's constant credibility there to where I sway all the time and I don't want to be whatever. 
<laughs> I, don't, I can't do it. So when I took, when I did do the light there, I just put it in the background. I was like, I'm not saying a word. You guys can see the results. Make your own decisions. <laughs> I, ne- <laughs> I actually never even talked about it. <laughs> that was my review. Fill in the blank yourself. <laughs> I still got my Mars Hydro light sitting over there to the side. I've never used it a day in my fucking life. In all fairness, it will grow you some weed. I suggest if you go to grow some weed, throw it up. It will grow you a little bit. A little bit of flour. What the hell? If I decide to do some indoor, I might fucking throw it up. Should always have something going. If if not the next thing to go outside, you know what I mean? I think I would have it going for the next thing going outside. I've never started indoor and went outdoor. I always went straight out. Well, I I germinate in a fucking towel. I mean like I mean not a towel, but you know, paper towel, whatever. Fucking toilet paper, whatever the fuck you got. I always have. I just put them in that, fucking wet that shit, put it, put that shit in a dark spot away, come check on it every once in a while, in like a day and a half, two days. That shit has long ass stems. Put them in the ground. Stick with it. Yeah, put them in the ground, and that motherfucker grows every time. It is quite the resilient plant, that's for sure, for sure. That's why I don't understand why, you know, this day and age, why there's still rippers. I don't understand why there's still rippers, to be honest with you. The shit's so easy to grow. Why don't you just throw some shit down instead of, like, running around and ripping people's beds and shit? You know, I just, I can't believe it's still in this day and age a thing, to be honest with you. Man, we... Speaking of theft, we just had a really fucking horrible theft in my neighbor's house. Because uh, where I live, I live on a one-acre property. And next to me, the neighbor that lived there for years moved out. And a new neighbor moved in, right? And he was he's a cool Mexican dude. His family moved in. But they didn't actually officially move in. They have another like house in San Jose or somewhere. So they're like slowly fixing it up, but they were like putting new carpet in new washer and dryer. I mean, all kinds of new shit. Like they, they had been hooking it up in like two weeks ago when it was like foggy for like three or four days straight, it was foggy as hell over here. You couldn't see shit for like hell hours of the day. There was only a couple hours where the fog lifted and you could see, well, the, they were out of town and the neighbors next to them are some fucked up tweaker thieving ass sorry ass people and over a three-day period not only did they steal everything out of his house from his washer and dryer his carpet to every can of food to his salt and pepper they slept in his house took shits in his fucking bathroom everything i was like wow man like some scandalous sorry son of a bitches 
Judy. I actually heard of a break-in not so far away from me the other day. They told me that they had actually fucking stole the firewood. Stole the motherfucking firewood. I'm like, which to me, I kind of threw a curve in the story because I'm like, it had to be the past owner or something. It just, I'm like, who in the fuck? It takes too much time to load up wood. It's fucking loud. I mean, I can't imagine just, I just can't imagine trying to like, that's the heist. You know what I mean? Putting in, put in the like work for an like, hour and a half or a cord of wood and loading it just as quietly as I could. When you throw wood, you load wood, throw that shit in the truck. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, who would fucking walk up, grab a piece of wood, and then gently set it in the truck piece by piece? Or fucking, or be that organized to where, like, you had four of the motherfuckers, like, chaining it. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, those tweakers, those tweakers had those tweakers had to have done something next door because they got washer and dryer out, and these people have a fence that is locked, padlocked, with chains that was not broken, and the fence is at least six foot tall. So these motherfuckers lifted a washer and dryer over a six foot fence. Fucking and everything else, everything they took everything over it, and we didn't hear anything or notice it. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's some ninja shit. And again, I see in chat there that you know, damn hard times are hard. We just says, and again. Commodities have changed. I, I don't get out of the house as much as I used to, but the last time I was passing through a rough part of the city, I just don't remember anybody approaching me with like discount firewood. <laughs> hey, hey man, I see you got a truck. <laughs> Wanna buy some firewood, man? Cheap. Five dollars for a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I should I split this shit up right now for you. What you mean? A bundle? <laughs> I don't see it. I just I don't know. Times may be that tough, but I, I guess I don't it is winter. Hey man, yeah, just up at the gas station and shit, running back and forth to the pump with bundles. Hey, man, I got a bundle right here, $3. Hey, some dude opens his coat and, then, and has some kindling, some twigs. Hey, man, you looking for some kindling? Just opens it up. Yeah. Instead of watching Driest like shit in town. I got the driest wood in town. <laughs> Guaranteed <laughs> burn. This shit ain't fire. <laughs> it was Scotch your fire. Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It is and it isn't, but I just the that was I was I couldn't believe the firewood part of it really. I was like blown away about that. 
right, we're gonna, it just we're, seems like too much work for the average thief to be honest with it. We got an empty. We got an empty. I think it's about what that time. You got a shotgun we got, Huh? Shotgun. Yeah, shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> this is this is what got me uh this is what got me fucking popular on YouTube in the first place. People were like they were cool with the they, they liked the reviews, but everybody was like, We wanna see the hoot and shoot. We wanna I see got the, in the beers. Yeah, but you got to do it in tremendous fashion. With a hoot and shoot. You know what a hoot and shoot is? It's when you hoot it and you shoot it. So cheers, everybody. This is the hoot and shoot. Oh, hold on. You hoot it and you shoot it. There you go. Those skills. That skills right there. And then you burp it and then that's it. I gotta give you some credit, brother, man. Fucking you hold it well, man. You've had a few. Had a few. Done some wrong hits, fucking some dabs. You can hold. You hold it well, brother. You hold it well. It's not like you've sipped them either, man. Everyone that's went down uh, quite quickly. So, hell yeah! Shout out to you, brother. You can hold some. You hold your bruise. <laughs> that's why that's everybody's like impressive, oh, right there, man. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's an alcoholic." Like, no. When I want to drink, I can. I was like, but I'm not. I don't get all fucked up. I'm not like a belligerent drunk or nothing. I can casually have a couple with you guys over an hour or so and chill. They're all saying, you know, actually you haven't saw it live. I'm sure he's done it on his channel, but that was pretty fucking badass. So. <laughs> Twisted says, you saw it live on Eagle Gardens at two oh, first at 2.08 a.m. Obviously, you've done that shit on your channel, but that's pretty fucking impressive. I'm not gonna, I'm not sucking in that. I will take a dab hit, but I'm not shotgunning a beer. Mike, does it count if I like, would it still count if I like did my dab hit and like swatted my whole cup of coffee? It's not quite the same. It's not nearly as <laughs> 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 Not nearly as impressive. <laughs> Juicy brother. 
<laughs> Damn. Cheers, Eagle. Cheers, chat. It was a fucking fun night. I enjoyed. I enjoyed my time on. I was nervous at first. I thought it. I, I thought I was only gonna last like twenty minutes. Uh, I enjoyed it. I appreciate you having me on. Ooh, that one got me, brother. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. And I didn't even have the beer. Woof. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on, brother. It uh, took a couple of times, a couple of baskins, but I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I appreciate it. I, I know. It's a fun episode. Today fun I was nervous. Sure. And I, I was like, man, I was like, fuck. I can't pull out again. I've already pulled. I've already told them no twice already. Well, one time was a, a fucked up circumstance. The other time, I was like, no. I was like, I, I just wasn't in the mood. You know, it's like, because you got to be in the mood to do that type of shit. You know, you just can't. You just can't go live when you ain't in that headspace to go live. You know, especially on your end, it can't be any easier when you don't necessarily know what the fuck you're getting into. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm quite guilty of that, too, because even as you've seen tonight, uh, you, didn't, you didn't even get in until, what, about a minute? <laughs> minute prior, <coughs> 11.29, 11.30 there. You were early. You were early. But I keep that. I do that on purpose, by the way. No, that was fine, and I, I kept it on there to and put it off to the side, and I was like, hey, when he comes on, I'll hear him, or he'll pop on. I was just getting my shit together, and you know what I mean, everything, so, nah. I, well, it's the first time I've done a Zoom anyway. I've never done Zoom. I've I've been on Streamlabs and, and shit, but I've never done a Zoom, so that's why I was like, fuck, I, I got to make sure I'm get this guy's message and be on early and make sure my connection's right and all that shit because I didn't want to have no problems last second. Well, I appreciate that, brother. And I'm glad that uh, it worked out as well as it did. Uh, the, now you've done the gauntlet. You, you've done the work. Anytime that there's a rabbit hole on, <coughs> you're passing through. I see you passing through a lot of nights when uh, the rabbit hole's on. The Zoom number is always the same. So keep that Zoom number. And anytime there's a rabbit hole on, you want to pop through, come on, rip a couple bowls, fucking hang out with us, fucking shoot some shit. I don't, I didn't, I don't feel, I mean, that kind of makes me mad sometimes that uh, there's 300 people that's got the fucking key. You know what I mean? And, it doesn't get used as freely as it should, I think, sometimes. But uh, it is always the same. Feel free. I don't feel like I have to ask. You know what I mean? Call and get you on or DM you. Hey, man, get your ass on here. If you want to come on, man, you shouldn't feel like you need an invitation. Just come popping on. That's how the rabbit hole works. Keep that Zoom number. And I hope that uh, that you take me up on that. Come hang out sometime. It's cool. We need to, like I said in the beginning, kind of help each other out, shout each other out. It always helps build each other's channels up. 
and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It helps each other build a little content too. So hopefully you do take me up on that shit. And uh, yeah, I guess before we do, uh, we break out here. I do want to get my soundbite. Have you been? Have you caught the soundbite? Do you know what the fucking soundbite is? What I'm about ready to get from you? If I hear it, I might basically. Know. I right on. Basically, it's like the radio, the radio artist soundbite type thing. Let me see. I gotta, I gotta take a breath and make sure that I get it right for you. <laughs> Basically, this is what I'm looking for: is hey, this is smoking with a small town. Ah, I had barely go there. Smoking with a small town. I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 300, and you can add whatever you want to the beginning, whatever to the end. You can do it however you want. Make it your own, brother. But basically, this will be your commercial for this episode sooner or later on Instagram. I'm ready Episode three. Episode 300? Yep, you're the big 300, man. All right, that's a good. That's good. I, I got a good even number. That's dope. I got I got three hundred. That's fucking dope. All right. Um, so, what do you want me to say? Oh, the talking shit with Eagle. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> See when you make those. me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yo, what's up? This is Smoking with Small Town. We're on Talking Shit with Eagle. If you want to see more of this crazy shit that I do, follow me on my YouTube channel. It says Smoking with Small Town. Other than that, stay high, stay fly. Peace out. Perfect. Fucking perfect, brother. That was exactly perfect, man. Appreciate you coming on, man, for sure. I hope you do take me up on popping back in in the rabbit hole. And uh, appreciate you taking the time to do this. I did take a few times, but it was well worth the wait, man. And if you aren't following him, uh, please sub up to his channel. Look for his product reviews daily or every other day or whenever he puts them out. No pressure. <laughs> no pressures, brother. No pressures. But uh, I had a fucking thank you for kick coming ass on. Time. I had a kick ass time. Thank you, fucking Eagle. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Until next Have time, good. smoking with small town. Out. Have a good one, brother. For you guys Peace. that don't want to hang out for, for the rabbit hole, thank you guys for joining me and smoking with a small town tonight. For those of you guys that want to party on, catch me in about 20 minutes or so. I'm going to stretch out, relax, and I'll be back in the rabbit hole. You guys know the deal. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. We are 